nostalgia. I'm just having an earring medical emergency. <laughs> just kidding, my earring's broken, but it's okay. It's okay, because today is a really, really big day on the Cool Nerd Weed Show. And we're live on Adobe Radio to share that with you. We're very excited. Is it time? Is it time? Yeah, it's freaking time. Are you nuts? It's definitely time. And I am very excited. We have been growing our own here on Adobe. We have all summer. All summer. And when did we start? We started in May, right? We started in May. And um, this was our, our second attempt. Yes. At, we the, start- at the seeds. Yeah, it was. Our first attempt, I just felt like I neglected it a little bit too long. You know, it's hard to grow weed. It's hard to grow weed. Those are the facts, ma'am. And these were interesting. We had uh, we had never experienced, well, you had never experienced it. This was my first time growing weed, so that's why it was so very exciting. And this was my first time with auto-flowering feminized seeds, which is a, it's a learning curve Yes, for both of us. And we were going to do like a whole seed history thing. We'll probably do that next week, but what do you think? It's 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 good for our first attempt. It smelled really good. I think the flavors will come out if we let it we'll let it cure a little bit. Let it cure a little, a little, bit, little more. It's uh, it's only it's been what uh, two two weeks, one week. Not even yeah, one week. One week we cut down. We trimmed a little. We it did dry. We I mean, did like a bad. midweek. It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, it's not like hyphy. Gorilla cookies. It's it's smooth. It's smooth. It's not like, and listen, this is like completely outdoor, organic, like this was, you know, this was very crunchy, <laughs> hippie. Very, very. And like. Earth friendly. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't do anything like synthetic or even use any like things to get spiders away like we used all natural remedies for everything um and so you know it's gonna have that like organic taste here, it, it does it has it's very much outdoor organic it's starting to come through a little a little sugary it's um that that it's got a little gorilla glue taste it's a little i mean you know <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. I was like really excited just to just to get anything. Like I really was. It was really really fun to to like see your progress. You know, from week to week. To see each week our babies grow was really a treat, and to smell them and you know that was nice. That part was really cool. Growing has there's a certain zen zen quality yes. to it yes and you know I, I wanted to make sure it did everything right because i was like you were guiding me you were there most of the time but on the times that you weren't i was trying to follow your lead i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well earlier in the day we, we were smoking yeah the super dope uh what was that the uh, bubblegum cherry yeah, we were smoking. We sh- yeah, we said we weren't going to do that. We said we weren't going to smoke anything before we smoked this just to have like a clean palate. 
Um, palette's very clean right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is what homegrown tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's see if we feel high after we smoke this joint. We'll, we'll try to get to the break saying our experiences, and hopefully by the end of the break, we'll be high. <laughs> so okay. If, okay. if I wanted to get, like, hyphy flavors out of, like, little seeds like that, or, like, what would I have to do? Like, buy, like, a bajillion seeds and, like, have a big garden and plant them all? To get, um... To get the flavors, to well, bring out more know, flavor in there. Anything. Um, yeah, I think uh, what we we probably could have made more teas, and then added oh. added more like sugary kind of boosting carbohydrate loads at, at certain times. What do you mean by that? Explain what you mean by teas. Oh, like an organic tea you can uh, get at your local hydro store, or we actually just went to a regular hardware hardware store, store that yeah. had. Uh, all the organic fertilizers and a lot of them on the box yeah. if you take just a little bit of this organic fertilizer and put it in some water and like a little air stone you can make you brew your own tea yeah you just so, or like i was putting mine in my like my little what do you call it plant water all the beneficial uh bacterias and enzymes and yeah, things it's steep it's gonna smell like butts but it's a good fertilizer and like you know you can find different things online on like step by step how to like when to do that when to water it and like how often to do that but probably yeah i guess to like make it taste different you do like different teas at different times different times yeah um we just made like a generic organic soil mix yeah. and let it go yeah we just kind of winged it and you know. i think another another uh another week on the cure It'll, it'll taste a little different. Okay. Okay. Well, it definitely does have like a nice, well, not, I wouldn't say nice. It has a, it has like a, like an earthy sweetness to it after, yeah, like you said, like that gorilla, wait, isn't it gorilla? It's a uh, gorilla cookies. Gorilla cookies. When I, when, um, when I was grinding up the flowers, that glue smell really came through with a slight sweetness. Yes. Yes. Yes, it does. Quite a bit. And that's exciting. And I feel proud that we are smoking something that we grew ourselves. It's like when you eat at your own garden. You must feel wonderful doing that. That must be very rewarding. I do that, like, I've done that sometimes. But especially weed. And, you know, it's it's common practice out here. A lot of people have some weed plants in their backyards. And you should grow your own if you can. You really should. And, you know, even even if you grew, we grew like five pounds of this and it di didn't taste great. You could still make edibles. True. You can true, make butter. True. A lot of butter. You can make a lot of butter. Mm -hmm. What else? Um, I wouldn't recommend producing your own concentrates. It's very dangerous unless it's bubble hash. Yeah, you could like. You get the bubble bags. You're over it already. I can tell. Uh, I know. <laughs> no. I'm trying to stay. <laughs> oh, man. This is so sad. <laughs> well. Oh, dang. You know. Well, I mean, listen, we got something 
to work and that is exciting you know we got something to flower and you know like that's that's an accomplishment doing that in and of itself i should say right that's something right there yeah from seed to bong (laughs) (laughs) yeah from seed to bong exactly i'm like that uh, yeah that that would uh, listen when i said i wanted to grow weed in the beginning of the summer i was that's all i was looking for i was i didn't even expect to get like one plant because i've never grown weed before and i feel like weed is notoriously just like difficult and finicky and you you'll have to know that you'll have to know that when you're going into it you have to know like i think uprox has a pretty good or is it vice one of the two has like a good like beginners growers like diary of weed when it's like yeah, like it may not work. It may not grow at all. It may, nothing may pop. Like that's like any farming too. Like talk to any farmer. I mean, it's a stressful life. But, um, and nowadays with like weed automation and shit, like, you know, you're kind of like set up for success in every way. But back in the day, weed used to be hard to grow. Yeah, you're at the mercy of the weather conditions. Yeah. Yeah. And we had some good weathers. We did. We did. It started to get warm, and the the plants started just blossoming, getting bigger. Should I get the hyphy weed on the break, and we can smoke that for the rest of the show? Yeah, for what sure. What if we combine the hyphy weed with our? No, that's a bad idea. It's a horrible idea. Let's uh, we're gonna let we're gonna let this cure a little okay, bit more, okay, and okay. We'll, we'll revisit it in a couple weeks. Have you learned anything from our experiences? Yes, yes, I have. Tell me what you've learned. We we're gonna. By the way, <laughs> sorry. Tell me, gather your thoughts, cross your fingers. Okay. We're gonna put together um, a little collage of our little little baby um, cool nerd weed show weed, or my husband keeps calling it cool nerd weed weed. He thinks that's very funny, and um, <laughs> like he's obsessed. So we're gonna put together a little cool nerd weed weed uh, collage, and you can like just kind of see the process, and you'll see how proud I am of everything. And um, uh, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. So, what did you learn? What did I learn? Well, I think first first of all, we will start the the seeds indoors. Oh. We'll do we'll do indoors. Maybe um, under one of those little I've got some tiny little LEDs. A tiny little LED. Why would you do that? Just for more um, control. I see. Control and then we'll let once they get to a little bit bigger, we'll put them in we'll keep them indoors, but we'll keep put them in uh, the cups. So what he, what TS is talking about is, and I'm sure if you're into weed in any way, you've seen this sort of process, but, you know, weed starts, like, it doesn't grow in trees. It starts in, like, you, you see them in, like, little tiny, and, and most little seeds of anything grow in, like, little, little cubes, and that's how you get them to root and, and, and all that sort of, like, layman jazz. And then you got to move it to something bigger because it's got to expand and get bigger. And these were, like, freak Hulk seeds. Like, they rooted in a way that we had never seen before and we were like what kind of steroids what what like what kind of california hormones is 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 this on and it was crazy so we we put them in this is like a practice you can you can put them in plastic cups they went you're only growing a few a few plants we we did and we did we did and they they went from seedling into the solo cups and exploded And in the solo cups we have pictures of the roots like it was crazy how, how they rooted in those cups. And you think that that stunted them. Well, um, you said. Yeah, because they we would have liked them to grow that big of a root ball in, how, in in a in our three in our three gallon little smart pots. Yeah, we would have liked that. 
that would have and that would have helped they would have gotten a little bit bigger, bigger. i think mm. in theory yes yes so that's what that's uh, one of the takeaways yes um okay. i don't know maybe uh, at the end during flowering i would have added some other uh, amendments take them for a hit some other amendments some uh, some sugars Maybe old school and threw in some uh, mo- I don't know. molasses. Threw in I, the molasses I have heard of there. doing that. Um, I, I actually am not, you know, well versed in like what to do to make it taste to have. I mean, obviously you need the terps, of, the natural terps of the plant, but. Um, We're just going maple syrup. Yeah. Yeah. What, there was like a company that did yeah, it had, it had like a Canadian maple leaf on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were really good. That was good. the classic. That's the classic one. There's probably a hundred other things, but that was the one that worked. I think it was just just sugar, actually. Like literal molasses. So what does this taste like to you? And is it getting you high at all? It's smooth. I mean, it's not like harsh or anything like that. That's nice. That's good. This, it's... um what's it taste like it's just very very it's probably tastes like the first weed i've ever had in my, <laughs> in my whole life yeah yeah it was so frosty when we were when we were growing it though so i didn't know if it was gonna like get us nice and stoned maybe it's not dried up and uh getting getting better as the <laughs> at the bottom of, of this roach here no. <clears throat> I, I'm not coughing as much as I had actually coughed when we were smoking the Cubano. Well, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> the Cubano, I regret. The re- mistakes were made for sure. I mean, unless you're in a party, not not two people. But yeah, it's not harsh or anything. It's just, it's just not. See, that's 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 like. It's very important is the curing process, and we always say this. We do. So what could we? So we just wait longer. That's we what just you mean? wait a little bit longer. It's uh, it's ready. Like when when we put it in that in the Tupperware, it was uh, just about there. And you've been burping it every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. And now it's the stem was snapped. Yeah. So it was ready to go officially. Yeah. To try, but over over the next couple of weeks it's going to develop more and mm. it'll dry out a little bit. And It's funny because there's like such a sweet spot. Like it's like you cure it and it dries out or whatever. And then that's when you kind of got to strike. Yeah. Or yeah. Else, there's it, like you're, it gets old. you're losing moisture like yeah. every day, but you don't want to, <laughs> you want to lose some moisture, but not too much moisture at the right time. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And people who do it, you should be like crowned heroes for the rest on a large scale yeah for sure growing weed on a large scale i don't know it's like it's probably very it's obviously super rewarding but it's probably very stressful like i feel like i'm betraying the weed by not liking it (laughs) (laughs) i'm betraying our girls they tried so hard this is the best i've ever smoked (laughs) this is the best we've we've ever grown yeah this is the best we've ever grown that's true and it smells nice it does it's like one of those weeds that smells nice but and it's organic so you know and it's outdoor so all of those things aren't necessarily like it's totally natural yeah and you know when you get that like if you got that at a dispensary for your like 
totally natural organic outdoor weed like you would kind of expect it to taste along these lines and smoke along these lines a little bit maybe not as i don't know something but you know it, it would be earthy for it's sure earthy. it's definitely could be a little sweeter sweeter yeah this could be sweeter but if you get like outdoor weed it's usually got that like i don't know that earthy skunky yeah sort of vibe kind of i don't dusty. know it smells yeah the soil yeah you can taste the soil yeah you can taste that's what i feel like is kind of happening here you can taste the soil <laughs> everything well. else we love is, pro, <laughs> is grown in cocoa i suppose that, and that is i mean that's something like class farms does that like that's something that people do as well oh yeah you know control every bit of it every bit of the process well, you know, for our first time, I think this is good. The taste test. Mm. Smells good. Smells good. Looks pretty decent. Grew like super pretty and nice and was like very pleasing and serotonin inducing. Smoke taste wise. Mm, <laughs> no. So I we are. Like... We are. We are the growers <laughs> of boof. Oh no! But we, we're still not Chad's because we're not yes. telling you how awesome our boof is. We, our yeah. boof is boof. <laughs> yeah, but we're not. Yeah, exactly. We're not Chad's. We're not like. Oh man, this is so fire! So, this, uh, this fire! This is so fire at fifty-five dollars an eighth. <laughs> Just fucking get it by the pound. No, we're not. We're honest and true about our boofy weed. <laughs> well uh, there's always next time and we'll kill it we'll kill it next time we got this we might even get some clones going up there yeah sure from clone from, we'll, we'll we'll grow the, out the clones we'll grow the clones <laughs> we'll we'll have a we'll have a great next harvest this is our first go of it and it was rewarding and i really did enjoy doing it so if you can grow your own which not not everywhere can you do that? You very much should because it's rewarding and better for you in a lot of ways because you can control it. So try it. Try it. Give it a whirl. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about weed culture <laughs> and lifestyle. <laughs> we'll be right back. Gummies, 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 I got gummies. Do you want some gummies? It's the Cool Nerd Weed Show. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's the Cool Nerd Weed Show. That's Tess. And that's Sasha. And we are sad because we tried our, our weed that we grew all by ourselves. And it wasn't very good. We do have fear of boof. Yeah, we do. We have fear of boof, which makes it better because we grew boof. We are definitely afraid of it. <laughs> Is there a, a scientific term for boof boofophobia? Boofophobia. <laughs> yeah, it's probably that's what it's called. Uh, like, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I'm a little disappointed and I hope that it wasn't my fault. It was not your fault. You have to promise me it wasn't. I promise you. Everything, it's only, only going to get better. Yeah. You know. 
I mean, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows what uh, what genetics we had? Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't know. And uh, and uh, and we could have uh, added some more sweeteners. It does just goes to show you weed is crazy because like it looked beautiful. It smelled really, really good. Like top to bottom, seemed like a a number one success. Solid, solid nugs. Solid nugs, exciting prospects, super frosties, and tastes like butts. (laughs) 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 Definitely. Definitely sad trombone. We are sad. We are sad nerds. That's okay. We will try again. I might cry before the end of the episode. It will not stop us. No. At all. No, it won't. Well, we're going to smoke hyphy weed. Okay, so this is something that um, that is, is you know, we, we talk, we've been talking about it, but it's worth, like, you know, kind of breaking it down a little bit, a little bit simpler. So, you know, weed is definitely, obviously, changing, and the way we talk about it, the way we consume it and sell it and all that stuff. And, you know, there... <laughs> There really is or has been one classic way to understand weed, just to classify it. And it was indica sativa hybrid. And that was just like a way to like say like, you know, one grows one way, one grows another way. And, you know, throughout the years, we I mean, we have a lot of episodes and we talk about this a lot. But like, you know, throughout the years, it just became like indica gave you a, you know, laid back chill feel relaxation relaxation sativa was the more up uppity and hybrid was whatever i guess (laughs) we just did everything but nowadays um there's just indica and sativa especially true indica and sativa it just doesn't exist anymore indica dominant things things that are or sativa dominant whatever vice versa those aren't things so if you go into a dispensary and you see things classified as indica sativa, whatever. Don't discount it. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure the company doesn't want to like. Isn't it's, most companies aren't trying to like be duping you, but but just know that indica and sativa and hybrid are really no longer how we talk about how weed affects you. So if you're like, oh man, I can't smoke sativa. They make me crazy. You're probably going to miss out on a strain that is maybe classified as a sativa in a dispensary, but that's not what it truly is going to do for you because everybody's different. It could have the complete opposite of effect of what you're thinking. Right. Because uh, it might have a terpene profile that uh, tickles your brain in a certain way that, <laughs> that you uh, you might like. Right. Yeah, exactly. So if you go into TS's dispensary... Don't don't say that. <laughs> don't ask for sativa or something. And then if you get wait, what was it? <laughs> they like asked for a hybrid, but they no, what was it? Um, oh, like somebody doesn't want hybrids. They can't yeah, smoke yeah, hybrids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like I can't smoke hybrids. They can only like, smoke sativas or something like that. And you're like what? But you know that's that's definitely new. So it's not like I don't think anybody expects anybody to understand that right away or. Even us, it's even crazy for the bud tenders to try to like break it down to people who who would like to come into dispensaries that are new coming into dispensaries 
Um, especially like in, in states like New Jersey and stuff where like weed culture exists, obviously, but certainly not like, like this, you know, it was, it is indica sativa, whatever. And you will, you would always get it in that way. You'd, you know, or you wouldn't even get a choice in indica sativa for a long time. But, but then when weed was plentiful in New York, you got the choice. Um, and, and, and again, with like. With edibles, if you see them labeled as indica and sativa, we also have to caution you or just tell you that if you see that on an edible packaging, that might not be as accurate as you think. So don't stay away from unless it has like a special cannabinoid like CBN or a ratio of CBD. Like if it says it's cherry gummy sativa, it might not be sativa and you might enjoy those cherry gummies. It's probably more than likely made with cannabis distillate. Yeah. Which is just broken down, just almost straight THC oil. Right. You can't you can't indica sativa that. There's no way to do that because by that at that point it's just all like what do you call it? And at that Combusted. many milligram that many milligrams. Yeah, that percentage of THC is like there's it is what it is. So that's kind of like the deal now. And you know, just just if you like we, we just kinda wanna like maybe make it easier for people who are going into dispensaries to like know what to ask for. Cause if you ask for your if you ask for what's the best indica you have, chances are you will your bud tender will probably direct you not to the indicas, but just to the strains that have the right terp profile of what an indica strain would be nowadays. So it's like, you know, and, and we're still not really up to that. So like, you know, I know that like I have family who's looking at menus and weed maps in, you know, New Jersey and it's like they don't know what they're looking at. It's like all these like f the crazy strains and percentages of THC and like it's a little bit overwhelming, especially if you don't really know what you want. And it's, you know, it's, it all kind of comes down to like how you want to feel. And that's just the first thing if you want to feel relaxed ask for a strain that'll help you feel relaxed because as, as much as we didn't want to go go into the naming the effects-based weed we kind of have to now yeah we we can still we can still keep a uh keep the keep a strain name yeah but, but uh, right next to it on the index card should have the effects potential effects that you're you'll you'll feel with that strain yeah yeah that's a good idea <laughs> and as well as the uh, the majority of the terpenes, it would be good. Would, would would be helpful in today's in today's uh, for today's consumer. Also, I mean, there's companies that are taking away that are not labeling. They're labeling with the new way, with the terpene profile, THC percentages effects possibly mm -hmm. and then leaving indica sativa and hybrid <laughs> off of it yeah yeah i've been i mean the, the weed we're smoking now from ted's buds or from super super dope super dope is um just called what's it called cherry it's the uh oh, bubblegum poppers bubblegum poppers and <coughs> super super hyphy and good and it's not they don't label their indica sativa at all so no. if you get this weed, you know, and that's the thing, you like, you just kind of have to know what you feel and what you want to feel. Like, I know this particular strain 
it seems to go like behind my eyes and you know kind of kind of like i keep saying you know like kind of um <laughs> up, up, up it's like it's like in my the top of my head it's very heady yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm still distracted by our bad weed uh yes it's very heady very well, very, well this is uh this bubblegum poppers is getting the bad taste out of our mouth yeah it is it's very delicious but i know that that's what it is now i wouldn't necessarily say that this is relaxing but we've said this on the show before if you get paranoid if that's something that weed triggers you to do, there are very, they, like, let's say somebody comes in and they're like, oh man, I get so paranoid when I smoke weed. What should I smoke? What would you tell them? I would, um, I would give them a lower dosage of, uh, okay. like a, uh, I would, I would probably like look for something name. that's less, if you could find something that's like 20% or less. A low dose. A low dose. And that would of, make them less paranoid. They would, and go easy, you know. If I you're wouldn't continue even tell to smoke. them to smoke full THC. If somebody comes in and they say, I get paranoid, what do I smoke? I would say, you don't. You take a two-to-one CBD gummy in the morning. That's what I okay. would say. Or I would say you smoke like... Like a, a, a CBD flower, like a ratio, like a two-to-one? That's what I would say. Because I, okay, I okay. just coming from like research or like word of mouth people who get and I'm just using paranoid as an example but anxious that's usually the big complaint or the opposite I smoke weed and I just fall asleep I just fall asleep what would you say if somebody said that okay so um I would find them I would go I would go with the with the blue dream with the you would uh, go with, with the blue dream something but still still on the lighter side definitely yeah well of an introductory, an introductory flower. Okay. Like a, a forbidden fruit. Or yeah, like we a go jack. back to blue, blue dream or a jack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I do feel like it's easier to find weed that doesn't make you sleepy. But, than, oh, yeah. You know, there's, I find it harder to find weed that makes you tired. I do. But I, I, I find it easier to get weed that like will settle certain parts of me. But you know, a lot of times, because I am an anxious person, weed... Weed will calm me down for sure, but it's it definitely doesn't. We don't see a whole lot of those like Afghani Kush strains, those really sleepy, those heavy, uh, no, those heavier Kushes anymore. No way. So when you do, like, I recommend that for like heavy relaxation, sedation. Yeah. And then you know, if somebody really, for somebody first time or. It's like introduction. I'd probably get them some some like outdoor or, or greenhouse flower. The main thing I think I would say, and I do think the reason I use paranoid is because I find that people who say, oh, I get really, really anxious or paranoid when I smoke too much or when I smoke this, like, I, I yes, it's high percentages of weed, which is why I'm just like, lower your tolerance for, <laughs> you know, but I also would say that, um, I don't know. I, I, I have a, I actually have a, a harder time finding things, finding things for people that come in and they want lower percentages. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's always something around that other people just don't want to buy. Um, but we, if somebody, people come in and they're like, I can't, do 25 mm. or percent or 30 percent 
forget 40 percent the way the way really that a lot of different places are also saying to to really know which is difficult to do when you can't smell weed anymore but if you can smell weed wherever you go try and smell it at the new jersey place i can't remember if we could i don't think we could because that will probably tell you if it's gonna if you like it or not true true i don't know if it'll tell you how you're gonna feel but like usually if it's a very if it, it if it's a pleasing smell, like if you smell like skunk weed and you're like, Ugh. but if you smell like Durban or, or like a cookies or something or lemon and you're like, oh, wow, that's like delicious. Your brain will probably have the, the right cannabinoid <laughs> endocannabinoid receptors that will work with that weed to make it. You will have the effect that weed. You will feel the effect that that weed is supposed to have on you. Right. Yes. Like that's yes. like the general idea. If you have the opportunity to smell your cannabis that's, before that's buying. That's kind of how you'll really know. The nose knows. Yeah. Other than that, I feel like it's a little, it's difficult now because. Like going and buying something just based completely off of a, name, a, like, a, a name or even a, a profile, a certain terpene profile, just buying it strictly off of that profile. Yeah, that's. Without smelling. You can look at it. Yeah. Sometimes, if it's not, if they have samples. I mean, if you can, ask your bud tender what the prominent cannabinoids are. But in California, like, I think that's, you know, I feel like, like a lot of dispensaries are getting on that. And the one, I, the couple of ones I went to Chicago, they were listed there. But that's kind of the only places that I've seen the cannabinoids. Oh, and I guess like Vegas, they were they were in Vegas too, and that's really helpful because that is definitely the way you'll know if something has more of this certain cannabinoid, it'll be more of that. Gives you these common qualities, these focusing qualities, all all that good good times. But you know what I think the best way to actually to actually figure it out <laughs> is to try everything. And that and that was the that was the really. Big, big last way and suggestion is you're not just try it. If you don't like it, that's okay. You can buy a pre roll of most, most, uh, and and if you try something and it says it's a sativa and it makes you like scratch your eyes out, don't be terrified of sativas. Just don't go near that strain anymore and maybe know the terpene profile of that strain and just know that those terpenes aren't for you. It's it's a it's a good idea to keep a journal as well of what you've been smoking. Yeah, they make them now. There's like the journal of cannabis like, or whatever, and oh you yeah. can like write like, down the strains and what you want to smoke. It's got to be an app. Yeah, they're like they have them at like Spencer's and shit. It's like it's a little journal. Like you can write down the strain and the okay. effects and how All it right. felt and the date you tried it and how long. Just like if you were reviewing weed, I guess. But for yourself. <laughs> and yeah, it, it's true. Try, try it all. And if you get something crappy, just don't. It, my, my advice is just is not to get so stuck on is it a sativa, is it an indica, is a hybrid. You know, if you just try it all, just know what works for you. Something will work for you. And yeah. And uh, don't, don't blame us. <laughs> if, yeah. uh, if you don't like it yeah yeah it 
and try and understand that if you again, if your bud tent, if you tell your bud tender, I want to feel this way, and they grab you a package that says like Super Dream Cookie Supreme, and it's and you said I want to feel like I'm never gonna sleep again, and they pick that up for you, and it's a hybrid, and you leave, and you're like I said no hybrids, like like. <laughs> Your bud tender probably knows what they're talking about, and they pick that for a reason. Maybe it's it's one of the more talky supreme super supreme cookies, whatever I said. Maybe it's one of the more euphoric ones that help you work. So it really is about trying things, trying different crossbreeds and stuff like that. And recommendations from bud tenders from like people like like us are always useful. Like we'll just tell you what you should get. Because we've tried it. We've tried That's every, how everything. we know. Yes. Science is cool to know too. But in this case, everybody's just so different. And yeah, terpenes are the thing and smell is the thing. But really, weed is very like word of mouth community and recommendations. And your bud tender is your friend. Even though I hate talking to everybody in my life. And not at, not as, as a bud tender, I love it. But when I'm a consumer, I hate talking to anybody, not even ballet. I hate talking and I try to avoid it at all costs. The one thing I never really avoided was talking to my bud tenders because I always wanted to talk to them and understand. And then when I became a bud tender, obviously, I, you know, everything was different. But, you know, as a person, I hate, I hate interacting. It's difficult to do that. But one person who I didn't hate interacting with was my bud tender. <laughs> They have the answers. Yes. Most of the time, we have the answers. Yeah. As far as your cannabis is concerned. And we like doing that. That's what we like doing is recommending weed. Like, it's never a bother to ask us. Exactly. Like, that's our job. All you know, day. like, people will, All like, day. text me and be like, I'm so sorry if this is bothering you. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? I love that shit. I, I, I literally, like, got paid for it. And I do it for free. <laughs> like, it's, it's a cool, it's a very cool thing. And that's why we're nerds. So always ask us what we would we recommend. You know, see, say, ask us, if I say, you know, one more time, if, um, <laughs> ask us what you think, uh, what we think, and we, we, we shall tell you. We shall be, we won't gatekeep. That's not the What are you smoking on? Yeah, what are you smoking on? I will tell you every time. All the time. And it's like lots of times something different. When people would come in to the dispensary and ask us, it would almost always be something different. I'd be like, well, I mean, always Kushko, but I'd be like, you know, (laughs) I'd be like this and that and that. And they'd be like, I haven't heard of that. And I'm like, because it just dropped. (laughs) Just dropped yesterday. I love the just dropped. Yeah. You haven't heard of it. Just dropped. Try it because it's really good. Yeah. That's our, that's our TED talk on weed culture and how, how, or we, you know, dispensary going. Bottom line, ask your bud tender or us if you don't, if you feel like socially awkward, like I do, just DM us. Here, DM us the weed maps menu where you're going. Like, no joke. I've done that many times. Uh, yes. And we'll take a look at it. <laughs> it's true, true. And we'll be like, get this, this, and that. Send you some screenshots. And, yep. I usually will give like four to five recommendations. And then you can go with that and keep on trying it. But feel no shame in doing that. We we, we love it. It's our thing. <laughs> Here, we're going to take a quick break. Oh, weed maps. We're, we're going to talk about weed maps, actually, in a couple minutes. We'll be right back. The final huff and puff with TS and Sasha. And we're really back. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Cooler and Weed Show. It is the final huff and puff. Uh, and we we are so silly. 
thank you, Adobe Radio, by the way, for letting us be live all the time on your your wonderful Adobe Radio network. We love you so goddamn much. And um, thanks, Adobe. Follow us on Twitter at, at nope, that's me. Follow us on Twitter at Cool Nerd Weed Show. <laughs> follow <laughs> Cool Nerd Weed. Follow us on Instagram, Cool Nerd Weed Show. Maybe our crappy boof weed did get us high. Uh, <laughs> I think oh. it did. It, it was a good base. Oh, man. So, okay. So, our, our huffing and puffing is going to be. We've talked about weed maps a lot this show. I mentioned it a lot. Weed maps is kind of like, I mean, you know what it is. It's the, it's. When you search for dispensaries near me on Google, at any state that you're in, your the weed maps of all the dispensaries is the first. It's the uh, industry standard. It is. It I mean, for it, cannabis search engines. It's great. Or, you know, on face value, it is. It's great for consumers. They started a delivery service once. Pro, well, out here, once Prop sixty four, and everywhere that it's that. Weed Maps operates that they can. I think they do his delivery service. They're there. They're there with all the things that you need. <sighs> <laughs> however, 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 uh, they have been in the past. They kind of play both sides of the fence as far as um, posting illegal shops and legal shops in all of the states. Now, at one point, Weed Maps was going to clean this up, and they yeah. it was like when in 2018 in California when Prop 64 came into play, <laughs> Weed Maps said that they were gonna only license dispensaries and delivery services where they were gonna support. Right. This hasn't totally been the case. Mm. A lot of a lot of uh, shops in the earlier, the early first LA shops that were open for recreational use wanted to boycott weed maps. They tried. For putting, for having those pages up the of the illegal. Having, yeah, the trap shops up. Yeah. But, and, and all the delivery services too. Uh. So like having yourself not on weed maps is not a good business plan because no. then people can't find you. Right, right. That like, kind of backfires. As easy. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So I don't know, like it does. It is obviously I don't condone illegally operating trap shops. Don't do that. Uh, I don't know. Like I guess, like because you have to have a license number, you have to have like a lot of proof that you are yes legal. So I don't know. Is Weed Maps at fault here? Because well, like they don't know what's fabricated and what isn't. Or well, they have a certain to... responsibility to yeah, to to check. No, right? they do right because if you're if you're using a fake license number, yeah, it's messed up to advertise on their platform. There has to be some sort of due diligence. Yeah, you would think. Are yeah. they also? It was kind of questionable as to whether anybody could actually do anything because it's an online platform. Right. That's, that's kind of what I was that, uh, thinking is like, and they, it's dodgy online. Like, where does the responsibility lie? Like, on like Craigslist, you know, like with the human trafficking shit. Yeah, like, they, that shit sucks. They moved their corporate headquarters out of California. So, for whatever that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know. It, well, it, I mean, internet, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, like stuff like this is, like, shady with internet stuff and web. That's why I'm, like, I know that they're probably, like, they have to do due diligence. But, of course, in a perfect world, they would. And I don't know 
they how t- how to keep like I guess there's like there's got to be a way it's technology, but there's so many there's just so many trap shops everywhere that pop up. Well, you're you're also you're you're billing people. Yes, so you you're are collecting taking money. you're collecting money In even if it's, it's the minimum. Yeah. It used to be it used to be actually four hundred and twenty dollars <laughs> was yeah. the minimum nice. to be listed on Weed Maps. Mm. Just however, like you didn't pop up, you weren't the first, yeah, in the first ten, yeah. Well, you didn't, yeah, but you were on it. Well, I don't know, weed maps. You kind of got to get it together on this. I don't know how. It's a big task, but that is, you know, it, it, it's it's rough when you're when you're operating in like a climate that definitely has a lot of trap and and uh, and, and illegal. Uh, operations like there's just so especially in california like it's so hard to keep track of that out here and obviously as a consumer you want i mean i don't know some people do look for the trap shops some people really do search out the trap shops because they don't want to pay the taxes so oh yeah weed maps kind of helps with that i guess but yeah if they're um and then you know it kind of it, it if uh weed maps is trying to be a reliable platform for cannabis and your first-time consumer goes to yeah, weed maps true, and then, true, then yeah. gets sent to a trap yeah, shop. Yeah, no, they got to figure out. It's just so hard. It's just so hard. I just feel like it's never going to get figured out because it's such a big thing. This is a, yeah. But no, yeah, that's so true. If you want to be, if you want to claim to be reputable, if you want to be the standard and you want people to keep trusting your site that want, you know, clean and clean and legal weed, then you can't. Can't fuck up like this. You can't send them to a 3 a.m. delivery service. No. Like for, in for vape cartridges. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck. Oh god. Poison people. Yeah. Just make sure you do like you double check that these dispensaries are legal somehow. Like I don't know if how how do they do that? Uh, they can verify locations with with uh the BCC. With the BCC locations and numbers. Do that. They'll tell you that. Just put in the license number and they'll tell you if it's illegal or, or not shop. The legal shops do have QR codes. They should have mm. them right up front that you can scan. Yeah, do that. With the address and the business license. <laughs> There's so many like different tricks of like how to verify that it's like a legal, legal shop. Like it's just insane. If, if they're open past 10 p.m. That is also how you know for a, sure. Yep. For sure. Well, that's the show. Um, we hope that we've helped a tiny little bit. We hope that we've helped you navigate through this crazy world of weed that is that is happening now. That is that is our our service, and we are happy to do it. Follow us on Twitter, Cool Nerd Weed, and everywhere else. Just search for Cool Nerd Weed Show. You will find us on the YouTubes and the Instagrams and all that stuff. And don't panic. It's organic.